ahead. What was your question? Do you have any recollection of the Muppet Babies? Well, there was a trend to make things babies. So oh. like you had... Cabbage Patch Kids? Cabbage Patch Babies. You mm-hmm. had Scooby-Doo. You had Baby Scooby-Doo. It's an easy way to just cash in on an already existing trend. You're like, uh, let's make a spinoff and it'll be even cuter. Well, you know, I used to work at a place called Hanna-Barbera, which was an animation No place. way. Yeah. And, and you make it sound as if it's like, like, I used to work at a place called Disney. That's a place where they, like, of course I've heard of Hanna-Barbera. I once met Bill Hanna, shook his hand. Yeah, I knew them. Hanna-Barbera is awesome. What did you do for Hanna-Barbera? I what worked did, in animation. That's so cool. Yeah. So wait, what did you have, like, uh, was that um, the the guy who swung from, it's like a dog or something, he swung from a rope and he hit people with his guitar? What was that? Was that the one that went, <laughs> he had this weird laugh? Yeah, but he hit people. He's like, Scruffy, something scruffy. Scrappy do? Scrappy do. Well, but he, no, he had an alter ego called El Cabong and he hit people with a guitar. The reason why I'm bringing up Hannah Ripper is not to crow about it, but to say that I had, when I was at Hannah Rivera, I was sort of at the, uh, the autumn stage of that company, right before Turner bought the, the company. I, I, was with, I was at Hannah Barbera for maybe three years, and they were definitely taking their prop properties and making babies out of them oh so, so, I so you're think, saying they weren't innovating they were just babyfying well they were you know going after their um i don't know evergreen projects so there was a like a a, a baby scooby-doo well that's scrappy-doo is a little sidekick. no no they even had oh, they even brought it like i think maybe scrappy was like a i don't know maybe a figment in someone's imagination or a, a glimmer in someone's eye there was baby smurfs they're already baby-like. Yeah, but they even made them smaller. And then what other babies were there were? There was... Um, we were working with a lot of baby properties. They, I think they made even a miniature Tom and Jerry. So they were... When they were infants and stuff. Oh. They gave them diapers and stuff. Wow. So, so I was there during sort of the... I don't know, maybe the... I was at Rome at the end of when, when Nero was fiddling. But wait, they still, like Hanna-Barbera properties are still going strong. They made a Tom and Jerry movie recently. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they're, being, they're sold to other companies. Oh, okay. All their assets have been like sort of spread around. Yes, correct. So, I surprised you with something very special today. Oh, it was a delightful surprise for my tummy and I loved it. What was it? Mike it Keller. was a Little Caesars plantaroni pizza. Is that what you call it? A plantaroni? Yeah, it's like pepperoni made of plants, specifically field roast. No vegan cheese as of yet, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you've been sleeping under a, a rock somewhere, we need to tell you this important information. Little Caesars has introduced a vegan pepperoni to its U.S. menu nationwide. I am cruising on my carbohydrate high after eating your plantaroni pizza. Thank you so much for bringing it. And again, as Mike Mike said, the pepperoni is actually made by a company called Field Roast. We're familiar with Field Roast's products. Uh Uh-huh. And its parent corporation, of which you do not approve, but hope, you know, for the most part, the company within itself is great. Well, the the company doesn't sound like a bad company. It's Greenleaf Foods. Mm, A holding company for Canada's evil meatpacking, yada, yada. I actually enjoyed the pizza. As did I. I mean, I'm not necessarily a pizza snob. 
No. It definitely is a junk food pizza. Yeah, well, it's a junk food enhanced pizza. Like, because it doesn't have that same, like, spongy cardboard crust you get at Domino's. And I know Little Caesars is known as, like, the lowest of the low-end mass-produced pizza. But it, the crust actually had a little tanginess to it. It had a little density. Um, the sauce was spicy and flavorful the pepperoni was pretty i mean again you're like i'm the wrong guy like everything is great to me but i I thought it was good even though little caesars has created this plant-based pepperoni they did not offer us plant-based cheese gosh darn it isn't that the same as domino's like they also introduced like a beyond uh meat crumble thing that goes on their pizza but there's still no vegan cheese yeah, you have to actually be um, industrious and bring your own cheese. B-Y-O-C. Yeah. But again, I mean, I, I think that even as it is, I mean, I think you mentioned that you were talking about the elements of the pizza when we were eating it, mm-hmm. that, that, that you felt like the elements worked. Yes. It's like, it's not a complete pizza, but the parts they do supply us are good. The star of the show is the field roast pepperoni. It's, it's delicious. Definitely. So this is a article slash press release from The Beat. Mm-hmm. Beat as in B-E-E-T. Little Caesars announced today that they will introduce a vegan pepperoni to the U.S. menu nationwide. Ooh. The third largest pizza chain in the world will feature the first plant-based meat option on its new plantaroni pizza. A dairy-based pie topped with vegan pepperoni. That's why when they say dairy-based, they actually put regular cheese on it. Thumbs down. So I guess vegetarians rejoice because they have a vegetarian option. Right, which they always did, just without pepperoni. And vegans and, get something. And we rejoice, too, because we can say, hold the cheese. Yeah. And then, and then have something we can enjoy at as Little Caesars. Yeah, it's progress. And no, you know you know what's good about it, too? It's not some test release. Oh, yeah. Enough of the test releases. Like, we, we've all... we There's enough of us around and enough of people who are not vegan to eat it. Like, don't test. Just send it out there. The plant-based pizza topping comes from the vegan brand Field Roast Grains Company. The plant-based topping can be added to any custom pizza. But currently, Little Caesars does not... Um, does not offer plant-based cheese on its pizza. So Rumble. Maybe though maybe everybody go out and get your plantaroni and then maybe they'll they'll see a surge in excitement and they'll yeah. add a cheese. And send them a strongly worded letter humbly demanding vegan cheese. Okay, here's a quote. I love the quotes. Tell me the quote. Oh, the quotes that are all written by PR people and yeah. not the people attributed to the quotes? Yeah. Don't sure. worry, I'm going to act it out really oh, well. Okay, yeah. I want a top-notch Academy caliber <laughs> performance. Plantaroni delivers a plant-based version of the delicious flavor of America's most popular pizza topping. Pepperoni. I, I guess that's what he's considering. Yeah. And you Which, need to taste it to believe it. I tasted it, and I do believe it. No, it's good. It, it is, is really good. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, there's no BS here. And when you first had it, you were like, eh, and then you had another bite, and you're like, mm, and then on the third bite, you're like, okay, it's good. 
The chief marketing officer at Little Caesar, Jeff Klein, said. Couldn't they have found someone else? The chief marketing officer? Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. You wanted somebody from like the C-suite. Oh, no, that is the C-suite. Somebody from the, the, the pizza making department, yeah. not the sales people. He's like the marketing um, yeah. guy. Can we have the top chef of yeah. Little Caesar? Because the, the top yeah. chef actually like quit in disgust. They're like, <laughs> they're like, no, only dead animals in our premium pizza. Well, anyway, so the chief marketing officer of Little Caesar also said, this product is really going to surprise and delight our customers. You know what? I'm not a Little Caesars customer, and it surprised and delighted me. It delighted me. I'm not surprised. It's the you know that's the revolution. It had to happen, but I'm I am delighted. Wait, there's some. Oh, this other guy, this Dan Curtis guy from Greenleaf, has something to say. Oh, Greenleaf. You know, you know who he is the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greenleaf. He's the guy that uh, handles the uh, marketing for the greenwashing part of Canada beef. Uh-huh. But anyway, regardless of that. This is what Dan Curtis had to say. This is a huge moment for pizza lovers. For the first time, they have access to a zesty, bold, plant-based pepperoni made with pea protein that absolutely delivers on taste. I mean, I would tend to agree that it does deliver on taste. President of Field Roast Parent Company, mm-hmm. Greenleaf Foods, Dan Curtin said. Curtin. We believe he's got yeah, curtain. That's interesting. I wonder what's behind the curtain. Nah, <laughs> ah, puns. He's got puns. We believe that every occasion deserves bold, inspired flavors, and we're excited to work with Little Caesars to deliver on that promise. The thing I really appreciate most is that we ate almost all the pizza, but there's still two slices left. So that nah, you know, when this is over. And we get all worked up talking about the pizza. We still have some pizza to eat. And I don't feel like garbage. I don't feel like garbage. I mean, no, like in the greater scheme of things, I feel like garbage. But from eating the pizza, I don't. Anyway, th- there's an interesting uh, little, like, I don't know, factual tidbit here. Mm-hmm, I mean, factual. again, I don't know how realistic this is, but this is cool. So Little Caesars became the largest nationwide pizza chain to offer plant-based pepperoni when it partnered with field roast yeah we already heard that but this is not the first time earlier this year canadian pizza chain pizza nova became the first to incorporate plant-based protein on its topping menu the plant-based pepperoni became available in 140 locations across southern ontario canada's always like a couple years ahead of us like they they had the Beyond Burger in their A and W's a couple years before we started getting it in Carl's Jr. I really think that the beef lobby and the dairy lobby are They're so strong, strong here, here. Yeah. and in Canada, like they they let uh, freedom ring. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I was actually you know we were talking about uh, different topics, and I wanted to take on the. Uh, the beef and dairy lobby. And I'm like, this is going to take a while for us to talk about. You're going to get like a, a cow head and you're, you're going to wake up with a cow head in your bed. Like yeah. from the Godfather. It's just, I, I think that subsidies need to end. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Like I, I see what you're saying about, of course, I think meat subsidies need to end. Um, subsidies in our food system of, on one hand, they do create, like they cause, for example, everything to have corn syrup in it, and that's not healthy. 
but at the other hand, on the other hand, subsidizing basic staple crops like soybeans um, helps keep prices for you know food, plant-based food down for the majority of people who may not be able to afford like a free market floating price for grains and things. Yeah, but the reason the soybeans are subsidized is to feed the livestock. Yeah, the livestock thing should end, but... You understand. I, so one yeah, one thing feeds the other. Right. But at the same time, I, I'm i just afraid... Like, the, we have a lot of people in the United States of America, and not all of them are, are rich. And so, like, it's good that there's some kind of, like, food security built into the program because... The other thing is, if farmers cannot rely on a certain, like, base price for their crops, they're going to just be jumping around growing whatever makes them the most money at that moment. And then there's, like, kind of no consistency or instability to the the food system. You know, I mean, it's just there's the whole complicated infrastructure to it. Let's keep talking about pizza. Pizzaroni, or okay. whatever. What is this thing? Blanzaroni. We can go on about this, but I, I, I do feel that the subsidies program feeds into uh, I, I know the I, lack of sustainability in our in our I system. Agree with you, and, and we're basically buying into things that are destroying our environment. I agree with you. I just think that it I, we cannot afford to do away with subsidies. We just have to be very mindful of how they're executed. I agree with you, oh, Mike thank Keller. you. <laughs> Dairy subsidies, beef subsidies. Yeah, of course, those should not exist. It, like, And also, like, it should be taxed. You know, the externalities should be taxed. So that the, I've said this several times already, but the true cost of beef also includes the environmental damage, you know, the CO2, the methane released by the cows, the um, toxic sludge released by the pigs. Like, if you were to factor in all the true costs of meat production, it would be a lot more expensive. So at the very least, charge what it's really worth so that better alternatives like Beyond will uh, thrive and forge ahead. Let me let me continue and and conclude with this plantaroni debacle. You mean celebration? <laughs> celebration. Let's continue with this plantaroni celebration. Little Caesars also added the plant-based ingredients in response to the rise in plant-based interest. Yes. Where consumer data shows that 69% of Americans we're interested in trying plant-based meat. Oh, yeah, giggity. Maybe some people will actually prefer the flavor to the plantaroni over the pepperoni. Uh, yeah, I anticipate there will be some who think it's delightful. I mean, many. So that's it. That's plantaroni. We had the plantaroni. We enjoyed the plantaroni. And we're going to have another slice, and we're going to put it in the microwave, and it's going to be really good. I cannot wait to eat some more plantaroni. And this was not subsidized by the plantaroni industry. Yeah, but <laughs> if they want to subsidize us, we'd be happy to eat more plantaronis. Dude, I'm down with the plantaroni. I mean, actually, I love field roast. My, my favorite field roast thing... The sausage link thing? Is the sausage. In fact, I put a TikTok up about how I loved... Because it reminds that. you of the, you know, the like Lady and the Tramp or whatever, where you see... At the market, they have sausages hanging from a ceiling, and it just seems so quaint and rustic. Some of the field roast stuff I'm not crazy about. Like mm -hmm. I don't really, I'm not crazy about their their um, 
they have like an Italian sausage that mm-hmm. I, I don't like. It's a little greasy. Oh. I mean, again, these things are very high in sodium, high in calories. I like it. But the apple sage sausage. Now, Ooh. what I think the, the important thing when it comes to vegan meat is taste and texture. And, and and I think it just delivers on both sides. And in fact, I think that that plantaroni slice, you know, I remember just, just tasting that plantaroni thing. It has a great structure. Yeah, it does. And it tastes great, you know, and it, it's, it's got that great pepperoni taste. And, and now that I don't remember the last time I even actually had pepperoni, like even a vegan pepperoni. Oh, yeah. I mean, at Blaze Pizza, I had that vegan chorizo, which is somewhat meat-like, but mm. it's not, it's not pepperoni exactly. So anyway, we're still on a fast food move because there was another amazing announcement. Oh, I'm so excited. Do you want to do the honors, Mike Keller? Because you sent me the link and I got very excited when I heard about it. Panda Express is making a vegan orange chicken powered by Beyond Meat. It's only a test market, though. It's going to be be available in New York and Los Angeles July 26th. So if you're in that area, mark your calendar, go out and get it. I used to have their chow mein with what they called Buddhist delight. It was like a fried tofu with vegetables. I don't Mm. know if that's fully vegan though. It like, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I I asked them, they're like, the formula changed. I don't know, but I'm very excited. Yeah. And and the orange chicken is, again, as you said, partnership with Beyond Meat and it's going to have the the plant-based filling. It's going to have the plant-based breading and the sauce is going to be plant-based as well. So it's an entirely vegan item. You know what I do too, is if I don't want to get a lot of carbs instead of rice. You get vegetables? I sub vegetables. Steamed veg? Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Now, hopefully this test market will be something that's going to go nationwide. And then everyone can enjoy vegan orange chicken. Speaking of test markets, let's just follow up for a second. Does KFC still have those um, chicken nuggets or did the test fail? You're talking about the chicken sandwich, right? Or is no, KFC nuggets? had like, you know, beyond chicken nuggets. And I had them, I don't know, a year ago. Is that still around? It was a wall supplies last situation. That's disappointing because if there was enough demand it would have become a permanent menu item yeah i don't i have no idea what the interworkings or the way these companies scale up mm. you know they obviously test market in certain locations and then they do some type of mathematical equation and see whether or not it's acceptable i mean when it comes to a pizza topping maybe it's easier to scale up are you looking up are you looking yeah up? i'm gonna just check if it's why still can you is. order some for us if it's still available right. DoorDash it for the, us last time i was i had to go all the way near like the airport like that's the they don't have it at the nearby kfc we're gonna hold the podcast well okay mike keller's staring at his for. phone he's looking very intently at his phone. oh wait that's in february of 2020 no oh he's looking at old this, information on his phone yeah he's scrolling he's looking down stop you're making me nervous well now we're doing this in person i can see this thing's happening live it's exciting it's gripping vegan beyond meat chicken tenders are coming to 400 restaurants yeah okay. yeah they discontinued it oh okay so finally let's talk about Subway. Subway's got something for us? No. <laughs> oh. Didn't they weren't they testing some like meatballs or something? Vegan meatballs? Remember the big controversy about the Subway tuna? 
That was oh, a big the, deal. The who knows mystery fish? Yeah, what about the it? The mystery fish. Like okay, so, so gross. what happened was I guess there's a big lawsuit about whether or not there's tuna in the Subway tuna sandwich. And uh, I mean, there's probably tuna or something similar to tuna in their sandwich. They said there's zero tuna DNA when they tested it. The New York Times took their sandwiches to a lab to test and see whether or not there was tuna DNA. It was inconclusive. However, when you put mayonnaise and you process the fish, it's probably impossible to find out whether or not any kind of DNA. The DNA gets kind of washed away. Yes, it's very but there, difficult. There must have been some intact strands of DNA. Surely. Okay, maybe. Well, anyway, it is a very small thing. They get some kind of marketing award for this. Mm-hmm. There's a company called Good Catch, and they're a vegan tuna company. Oh. And they were handing out vegan tuna sandwiches outside of Subway. Nice. And so they're. Uh, plant-based tuna is made out of peas, chickpeas, lentils, soy, fava bean, and navy bean. And so instead of Subway, they just like parked out this truck that says our way. Yeah, cannibalize that business. They actually were handing out tuna sandwiches that had no tuna in it. Mm-hmm. But probably but, probably tasted a hell of hey, a lot better than what they were pr- putting out there. They intentionally had no tuna in it. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Which is a lot better than unintentionally having no tuna in it. Well, also, isn't the bread not considered bread because of the sugar content of Subway? It depends on if you're in the United States or Canada. Do they have different ingredients or it's no, just there's different different rules oh, okay. for bread? I don't know. People, I <laughs> yeah, everything in America has sugar in it. And so people from other countries, they visit and they get like hypoglycemic or whatever because they, they, they're just shocked at how regular things like bread are just loaded with sugar. I do think that a company like Subway has been a little out of touch when it comes to providing for, let's say, the vegan community. Yeah, agreed. Why do the patties, why do the veggie patties have eggs in them? They briefly tested non-egg patties and, oh, didn't last. Okay, well, anyway, we're going to go ahead and travel off into the sunset. And microwave a plantaroni slice. So thank you so much for your um, patronage. And uh, you can email us at veganhackspod at gmail.com. Follow us at Instagram at veganhackspod, Instagram at, or TikTok, veganhackspod. So everything's vegan hats pod, but it's just different places. So tell us what you think. Plantaroni forever. Go forth. <laughs> <laughs>